Welcome to Lighthouse. Thank you for joining us today. I know there's some technical difficulties going on, um, but I think we got it all sorted out. So welcome. Thank you for joining us. And uh, I'm glad you're here. I'm glad you're watching wherever you're at in the United States, the world, Ventura, whatever city you're in, whatever location. I'm glad you're here. I'm glad you're joining us today. Um, one thing I do want to bring up is our church vision. We bring it up, you know, often, frequently, but the, the end goal of our church is not to just have a, a building where we bring people in. That's not the context of our vision. Our vision is about multiple locations with communities. Just like the early church meets a technologically advanced society. That's, that's, what, that's what we're going for. It's like the early church with Paul where all these communities started springing up and then, and then Paul sat there and sent these letters of encouragement and discipleship happened in their communities. And that's, that's the church vision. That's, that's where we're headed and that's where we're going. That's it. And so with that, Patty, I know, I know we have some announcements and um, specifically the, the ladies nights coming up and the communion night and go ahead and share, share what's going on. Well, I was just going to say something about with, with our community, the early church and, and discipleship and all that. And it's kind of just one of those things of you, you read the word and all the progress that was made. And that was without the technology that we have today. So can mm. you imagine what we could do today? Like, it's just amazing. It's just really exciting to, to know where we're headed and where we're going to go and what we're going to see. And that we, I mean, I'm humbled that we get to be a part of that. Yeah. Like, oh, so good. But we do have some announcements. Ladies, we will have our next painting night soon. So just stick around and, and uh, tune in next week. We'll have a date and a time for you for that. As well as start preparing because our first Wednesday of February, we'll have our communion night. So keep that kind of like, uh, we'll keep refreshing your mind about that so that you don't miss it. I know we always get calls afterwards like, oh, I forgot or something happened and I couldn't make it. And so it's okay. We do it every month. So we cannot wait to see you next month for that. So first Wednesday in February, communion night. Don't forget. And then we have our <laughs> Thursday evenings. We have our Berean Bible studies. So make sure you are tuning in for that. That is just some just awesome stuff diving into the word. So if you need more information, please email us at info at lighthouse805.com so that we can get you all of that and get you squared away to, to not miss out on that also. That's our announcements. Can you pray for uh, tithing <laughs> offering? And I will. <laughs> um, Thanks, babe. Before you pray, before we pray together over our tithing and offering, I just want to remind you, you can go to our giving page at lighthouse805.com and give that way. We also have a button on Facebook where you can give through that. Everything is safe. And um, we just thank you in advance for one, your generosity, but most importantly for your heart of obedience to what the Lord has um, in store for you as you give to his kingdom, you know? And so it's just, again, just an incredible way that the Lord keeps us all connected and um, working to further his kingdom, that that's really what it is. And so we thank you in advance for your obedient heart. So would you join me in prayer over our tithe and offering and over um, the word today? Father, we just thank you because you are holy and you are mighty and you are the God, the, the King of kings and the Lord of lords over our lives. And so we thank you for what um, you have done, are doing, and will be doing, Lord, through each of us. And so, Father, I pray that you would bring blessings to, to the givers today, to those whose hearts are just so obedient to, to say, Lord, I believe that you can do so much more with this. 
Um, and so I pray that you would begin to stir people's hearts to, to begin to open their eyes, um, to see the bigger picture of what, what you have in store um, for, for each of us, Lord, as we, are, as we are givers. And then finally, Lord, I just pray that your word would come through today. Lord, would you speak, Holy Spirit, speak through Matt, and, and would we have ears to hear um, and soak it all in, Lord? Would our hearts be in a place where we are just yearning for more of your word? Would we leave today to wanting to dig deeper, to, to know more of you, to know a different aspect of your character, of who you are, and be so excited by that, that we just, Lord, that we cannot get enough. And so we thank you, Father, for your promises that are are always true, that always leave us full and overflowing, God. And so we thank you for that. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Um, I, I, I have a, a question for you today. Um, if you're watching online live, put in the comments. If you're watching later on, add it to the comments. Um, but have you ever misplaced or lost something in your home that you like you really need? Or maybe someone else has intentionally or unintentionally lost something in the house that you need. Um, I was writing down some different things. I was thinking about uh, a 10 millimeter socket. Um, for those of you who are like, what's that? And then for those of you who know what that is, it's like the one socket that you, is used on every part of the car. Like the 10 millimeter socket is always missing all the time. So 10 millimeter sockets, I ball pumps, like the moment that you have a flat basketball, it's like the pump is gone. But then when it's full, it's always there in the garage, right? Like what are some other, if you have any other ideas, put it in the comments right now. I'm trying to think of anything else. Your keys. My keys. <laughs> okay. Matt's keys all the time. That's accurate. This morning, I definitely lost the keys. Um, <laughs> but I was also thinking about the remote control. Uh, yesterday, um, I scoured the house for like a ridiculous amount of time. And I was looking everywhere at like the, you know, in the couch cushions behind the pillows, like under the couch. And then I approached the family like, hey, does anyone know where the remote is? And then everyone's like, check behind the cushions. And then London's like, check under the couch. And I'm like, why would the remote be under the couch? <laughs> We're looking everywhere. And then we, we eventually go outside of the living room to start finding this remote. And we're like, where, where could it even be? And then we eventually found it in Oliver's bed. And I was like, Ollie, why was, why was this in your bed? And then Ollie's like, oh. And then London's like, oh. I was walking around the house with the remote. And then I forgot. I was like, I don't need this remote. So I was just like, <laughs> I was like, what? Like, and, and here's what I'm getting at today. When things that have purpose are misplaced, their functionality in the specific place they're supposed to be assigned doesn't work right? When, when our purpose, when we are, when we have a purpose and a, when we're positioned by Jesus in a specific location and we misplace ourselves, when we wander off to where we're not supposed to be or doing the things we're not supposed to be doing, we're misplaced. Our functionality for that purpose moment, we're, we're not, we're not there. And sometimes I, I think that other things in our lives can misplace us, but for the most part, we misplace ourselves. And we become like the lost remote or the lost ball pump or the lost 10 millimeter socket. And in reality, God has purposefully placed us where we're supposed to be. Today's message is called Life of a Lighthouse. And it's this idea of 
we are lighthouses, right? And, and the vision of the church, we talk about our communities are wherever your home's at and you're inviting people over and, and maybe you're watching this online or maybe you watch it on Zoom in your community, Zoom, you know, whatever it is. And, and the idea is if you are misaligned as a lighthouse and you're not in your post, your community's missing out, you're missing out. And so today it's, it's not in a sermon series. It's not anything. It's just the Holy Spirit spoke to me today to, to speak out of Colossians chapter three, verse 16 and 17. And, and I want to encourage you to start flipping there now. But it's this idea that we're called to be lighthouses, if you will. Right, symbolically, a lighthouse is, is the shape of a cross. And we talk about how the, the vertical is how we're founded on Jesus. And the horizontal is we're reaching out like arms, like light shining into our communities. And, and this, is, this is the shape we're taking on. We're, we're following in the footsteps of Jesus in being founded and reaching towards the Father and reaching out towards our, towards our, our fellow believers and people in our communities. And today, I, I want to dive into Colossians, again, that's chapter 3, verse 16 and 17, and look at what it takes to be grounded in the life of a lighthouse and not become misplaced and not wander off and not miss out on, on our purpose of the location that God has stationed us to be at. And so let's, let's dive into the scripture. And I'm going to read a couple different translations, but uh, let's look at this. Let the word of Christ richly dwell within you with all wisdom, teaching and admonishing one another with psalms, hymns, and spiritual songs, singing with thankfulness in your hearts to God. Whatever you do in word or deed, do everything in the name of the Lord Jesus, giving thanks through him to God the Father. And I want to read it one more time in the message translation. Let the word of Christ, the message, have the run of the house. Give it plenty of room in your lives. Instruct and direct one another using good common sense and sing, sing your hearts out to God. Let every detail in your lives, words, actions, whatever, be done in the name of the master Jesus, thanking God, the father, every step of the way. The, the, the idea behind today's message is I personally have never seen a lighthouse decide to say, you know what? I'm just bored of being a lighthouse today. I'm just going to be a house and then hop off the rock that it's planted on and mosey on down the street, right? It's, it's firmly planted. Not only does it, does it shine light into the community that it's in, but it shines light over the ocean, right? The original purpose of a lighthouse was guiding and protecting and, and bringing people ashore safely. And, and they're iconic. They're, they're straddling these two different worlds with purpose in the middle. And I, I find they're, they're, it's interesting. It's the world of the land and the world of the sea. And it's, it's almost like us. We're, we're straddling while we're on earth, the world that is heaven and the world that is earth. Because we know where we're going and we know where our purpose is, and we know where, where Jesus is on throne, and we're joining him in heaven one day. But in the meantime, we're shining out into a community that does not know Jesus, that does not know the future. And I think it's an interesting symbolism of, of where we're at. And, and I want to look at these scriptures as almost like a 
blueprint for us to stay secure in our faith and stay planted and, and interacting with our purpose into our community. And that, that's what I want to get at today. And that's, that's what the scripture is. So verse 16 breaks down into to really three points. The first one is the word in us. The word in us. I love that. The, the word of Christ refers to the word to Christ's teachings. It's the teachings of Jesus. It's in us. And, and I love this. The couple words that really stand out are dwell and richly. Right? Dwell means to be at home. It means to, to make yourself at home. And I love this idea of like, like I've heard, you know, make yourself at home. Like several times from people, I've said it. And, and the idea of making yourself at home is, is like, you know, like, hey, come on in. Just feel, just feel comfortable. Make yourself at home. But have you ever seen someone making themselves at home versus a family member making themselves at home? There's like a whole different level of making yourself at home going on, right? When a family member makes themselves at home, they walk in, they're like, hey, how's it going? And they just kind of walk past, they're taking the shoes off. They open up the fridge, grab a couple snacks. Like, like a family member making themselves at home is, is much different. And this is what the scripture is getting at, right? Is the word of God making itself at home in us like a family member, not just as a guest of like, okay, a reverence and blah, blah, blah. And you're going to sit here. Okay. Now, you, now it's your time to leave. And I think a lot of believers treat the word of God like that as, as the word of God is a guest, you know, welcome in, come on, you're welcome right now, but okay, now it's time to leave. Whereas making yourself at home saying, no, you're invited, you're staying. I got, I got a bedroom set up and make yourself wherever you want to go. It's, it's, it's your house as much as it is mine. And, and this is what the scripture, dwell. Making yourself at home. Another word that's in there, it says richly. It stands for abundance. And, and when I was reading the scripture and I was just reflecting on this and praying and, and the Holy Spirit was revealing to me, richly, it, it's, it, it's not having enough to survive right? Richly is there's an abundance there. Like, have you ever, have you ever been at the point in your life when you have a paycheck and it's enough to survive? Like, you're like okay, we're good to pay rent, get groceries, and, and we're good for this month, right? That's enough to survive. But when it's richly paid out, it's like, I'm not really thinking about surviving. I'm thinking about Hey, we could do this. We could do that. You know, there's an abundance going on. And this is what the word is saying. It's like when you have the teaching of, of Jesus in your life as an abundance, rather than just survival mode, you're in thriving and abundance. This is what it's saying. When you have the teachings of Jesus in your heart, it should be richly in your heart. Man. And I feel like just because there's an abundance does not mean that things aren't hard. Yeah. Life continues to go on. And even if we do have that abundance of the word, it makes it a little easier because we know where to turn to when we need that help. And, and we know where to turn to when our 
neighbor, our friends, our family, when they need that help, we we have that abundance to help them out too. Mm. And so it, it's crazy because when you think about living paycheck to paycheck, it, it's you're waiting upon the next moment. And yet when you have that abundance of the word in your heart, there's a, a sense of security knowing, okay, when hard times come, because the, the word promises us like you're going to face trials, but it also tells us, but be of good cheer. So that, that's not fear. That's not worrying. That's not doubting. That's knowing I have an abundance in my heart and I know that we can get through this because of the Lord, because of what I have. So yeah. it's just so encouraging to know that even, just to know that alone. Yeah, I, I'm reminded of something too. It's like when, when someone's living paycheck to paycheck, like financially, it's the equivalent of when a believer is living Sunday to Sunday. And it's like this hunger and this craving and it's just, you know, all these things can creep in. But in reality, we're not supposed to be living Sunday to Sunday. We're supposed to be living with thriving the word in us as abundance. And, and we can miss out. I, I, I wrote in here as the, the Holy Spirit was re, uh, speaking to me about the message. When the teachings of Christ are missing, humanity has a soul craving. And so when we're missing the word, when we're missing the relationship of Jesus, when we're missing community with other believers, there's soul cravings that we have. They're just written into our soul's DNA that we crave and long for. And when we're not fulfilling those through Christ's teachings and we're not fulfilling those through relationship with Jesus, humanity will turn to anything else to satisfy that need and it cannot quench that thirst. And so that's, that's when you see lighthouses who are established lighthouses, believers who are established believers, and then they miss out on the soul cravings and then they leave their posts and they cannot function within their purpose in their specific called appointment and season. And, and it's crazy. The, the second part of the verse, it says, share the word. But it's interesting in this scripture, look at, look at it one more time. Let the word of God, Christ, richly dwell within you with all wisdom and teaching and admonishing one another, one another. It, this part of the scripture, it's talking about what you have richly within you in the teachings of Jesus, share them with each other. Share them. This is literally why we're doing life together because we need to, take in what the Holy Spirit is saying to us and, and what the teachings of Jesus are, are instructing us. And then we share it. And I love it. There's, there's two key words here. It says teaching and admonishing. Teaching. It's sharing what you are getting. I, I want to encourage you, stick with doing life together. Uh, if, it, if doing life together for you is a a commercial break to go to the fridge or make some more coffee, you're missing it. You are seriously missing it. Doing life together is the discipleship moment where we talk, we wrestle with it. If there's something that you haven't dealt with in your past that you need to, the Holy Spirit will prompt that. This is the discipleship timing. And then even after service, one thing we're doing when we're meeting in person right now is when the, the live stream ends, we sit there and we talk. 
what, what did, during that one point, what did, what did the Holy Spirit speak to you? Well, I, you know, something was in my mind about this and, and I feel convicted and this is what I'm changing this week. I'm going to hold you accountable. What, what are you doing? And this is, these are the moments. And then we, we pray with each other. Please do that in your community. If it's just your house with your family, do that. Set that groundwork with your family. So in sharing the word, this, the second point, it says teaching, sharing what you are getting. But then it says admonishing. So it says, it says teaching and admonishing. Teaching is just, hey, they're blah, blah, blah. You know, we're going back and forth. But admonishing means duty. It, it, it has to do with, it is, I have to do this. It is my duty as a Christian believer. Like the weight is on my shoulders to make this happen. Like this is, it's weighty. We owe it to our brothers and sisters in the Lord to share. Like that, that is, that is a weight, a charge that's on us. And I want to encourage you. It's not just that, well, I don't know if they're going to value, you know, what I have to say, or I don't know. I didn't go to Bible college. I might not know this or, or what? No, no, no. It's your duty to share what the Lord is placing on you through his teachings. Share. All right. And the third thing, when I, when I read this, I, I think of Al Mar- Marshall, when I read the, the, uh, the message translation, like listen to it one more time. It says, and sing, sing your hearts out to God. Like, I don't know if, if, if you've ever seen Al Marshall's Facebook page or his feed, but like every day he talks about singing out to God and a joyful song. And like, it's just encouraging. I see that in the morning. I'm like, I should be singing right now. Like it just, it's this encouraging moment. And so in this, in this last scripture, it talks about praising God and sing, sing your hearts out to God. And it's literally like the, the action moment of what happens when the teachings of Jesus are in you and it, they're running rampant within you as like this guest unleashed a family member, right? Every part of your life is, is saturated with the teachings of Jesus. And then because you're sharing that with someone else and they're sharing back to you, it just exponentially amplifies. And out of that should be praise to God. It's this like excitement and this joy and this praise that builds up of we have all these things working together and it's just exciting. Taking in the teachings of Christ, then sharing the teachings of Christ with each other. Praise should be the immediate result. It's like, thank you God for sharing. You know, and it's just lifting it up. And so with that, I want to move into a, a doing life together moment. And I want you to share online, share with each other in person and talk it out of what does this verse mean to you? What does verse 16 mean to you with, with the uh, teachings of Jesus and praise? And what area do you need to work on? Is there, is there one of these that you're lacking in? Is it, is it actually getting the word in? Is it sharing? Is it praising? Like which, which part is, is maybe a struggle for you? And after acknowledging that, how can you start implementing that area now? So with, with that, Patty, can you, uh, let's look at some of the um, comments and please share the comments online 
And let's dive into just a moment where we're going to have a discipleship moment, if you will. Yes. So like Matt said, just please start adding that into the comments. And while I, you know, wait for your typing to happen, (laughs) um, I just wanted to share how there have been times in my own life where whatever the situation is, whether it's something hard I'm going through or I'm, I'm, things are just going good. You know, those days where you're just like, it's a good day today. There have been times where I will, um, just a song comes into my heart and there, I, I am not a songwriter by any means. I am not a singer by any means. <laughs> um, but the beauty of those moments is that the Lord doesn't care. He doesn't care if I'm pitchy. <laughs> he doesn't care if I didn't rhyme words properly or, you know, whatever. A cadence was, it doesn't matter to the Lord. The Lord just cares that your heart behind it is singing to him. You know, if your significant other or child were to come up to you and just start serenading you, it's something just so special. They're not auditioning for, you know, to be your the next whatever it's just something special and intimate between each other. And so why wouldn't the Lord want that from us? And so with this verse, that's just something that it, it always makes me think of those moments of where a song just comes into my heart. And there have been days where I'm like, man, that was good. I should write that down. <laughs> and the Lord reminds me like, no, this is just for you and me. These are just the moments for you and me. And those songs never pop into my head again. And sometimes I'm sad about that, but <laughs> it's just that moment that it shared with the Lord. So just a, a little bit of encouragement there of if you ever have those moments, just sing to the Lord, sing out loud. You know, if you have to sit in your car to be alone to do that, do it. You know, go on a walk. That's usually what happens for me if I'm out on a walk and it just starts and I'll be humming and it's I'll, I'm that crazy person <laughs> out on the road. <laughs> um, let's see, people are starting to share, so I'll go ahead and share this with everyone but Al- albert is saying it's a lifestyle absolutely mm. it is definitely a lifestyle that we need to tap into every day every moment of knowing i am praising the lord um and not just praising the lord but all of verse 16 there of, of having the word dwell in us richly yeah janelle is saying i never thought of the duty of admonishment and i need to work on that and that one's it's a it's a little heavier on our hearts because there is such a responsibility with that. You know, a lot of times, sometimes I know for me, sometimes like, I don't want to share this because what if I'm wrong? And it's not necessarily that. It's like, we know that the word says the Holy Spirit will give you the words that you need to say when you need to say them. And so I need to trust that God wants me to say this or or share this with someone. And I need to trust that that's what they needed to hear from the Lord. It's not my job to know why (laughs) it's my job to say, okay, Lord, you want this shared? I'm sharing. (laughs) And now that person can, meet with Jesus and say, Lord, what was that about? And then, you know, that's how discipleship happens. And then we share and we talk through this and uh, we do life together and it's so good. And Elle's Elle's reminding us, you don't have to be on key. Thank you. That's (laughs) very encouraging. (laughs) Um, So keep on sharing. Like, what is the Lord speaking to you? And this one's, it's such a good one because it's not something that we think about every day. Um, I know we were talking about you know, dwelling, if you read the verse right before verse 15, it says, and let the peace of God rule in your hearts to which you were called into one body and be thankful. And just that has always spoken to me of just the peace of the Lord, no matter what. It doesn't say like when times are good, when times are going great, when you have an abundance of finances, of provision of all that. It's just 
let the peace of God dwell in you. And then you go into this, and this is how you get the peace of God, is you allow the word to dwell in your heart. Mm -hmm. And it's not one of those checklist moments of, okay, I got up early, I read my word, I'm done for the day. No, it's dwelling in your heart all day long. It's, it's knowing that in every situation you can turn to the Lord, have those conversations. There are times where, yes, you need to be in your, your prayer closet, on your knees, on your face, the ugly crying, speaking to the Lord. But there are moments, too, when you can just be like, Lord, this is happening right now. My children are just, I'm going to yank my hair out. <laughs> and these are the conversations I have with God sometimes of, and just throughout my day. And I need to just stop and be like, okay, Lord, help me to help them love each other. <laughs> help me to love them right now. And it's, it's just an everyday. The Lord wants to know what's going on in your day. And then when you turn to the word to know, okay, this is what I need for this situation. That's how you're allowing the word to continue to come into you, to dwell in your heart so that in the future, you know where you can turn back to again. And it's a practice and it gets easier as you practice more and more. It's just like in anything in sports and in learning instruments. Um, Pat, Pat said, um, I really like yeah. this. It says, uh, let the word of Christ uh, richly dwell within you. He quoted, and then he said, um, more than reading or memorizing verses, mm -hmm. God wants the word to dwell within us. I pray that Jesus would let his words stir in my heart, not only for myself, but those in my city. Yes. Yes. And that's all about having it be richly. And that Pat got that. It's not yeah. just to hoard it either. Having it dwell richly in your hearts is meant to be shared. And that's the beauty of that. See, we've got um, Sherry says, yes, we need peace always, and we need his word to dwell all day long in our hearts. And again, it's the same thing. It's, it's dwelling all day. It's a 24-7 kind of a thing. Um, Lisa is sharing, letting the message soak in, hearing and understanding, not just listening. Absolutely. You know, that's when you're talking to someone and you're like, I know, you're, I know you can hear me. But are you listening to what I'm saying? <laughs> or thinking same. about what I need to do. <laughs> yeah. You know, I can tell when Matt's eyes, they glaze over. You can see like, it. Hmm. They glaze over and it's like, I lost him. <laughs> um, but absolutely, Lisa, we need to be understanding. Um, and then Nathan is saying, applying that understanding to what I actually do in life. Mm -hmm. Yes. It's not just about the understanding and it stops. It's like, okay, I heard you. I'm understanding, Lord now I'm going to do. And that's the part where I feel like I know I get stuck sometimes of like, oh, that was great. That was awesome. Lord, thank you for that. And then I go about my day as if that didn't just happen. Yeah. <laughs> Let's see. And then Mamita saying, be still and know. And that's, that's such a small phrase. And it's so powerful because if we don't take those moments to be still, we can miss it. We need those moments. We need those moments of saying, okay, Lord, what do you got? There have been times where, and I know you've shared stories of people who are saying, I'm just going to sit here quietly until God speaks. And that, you know, and God can absolutely speak. And, and a lot of times it's just being still in just those little moments and knowing just that again of knowing what God's word is saying, of knowing it in your hearts, not just in your head of saying, okay, God's got this, but just really knowing and being convicted in your heart of, God's got this and he's got something for me. Um, so thank you guys. Thank you for yeah. commenting and please continue. Encourage each other. Continue to write stuff in there. We love to um, see your perspective and what you guys, all the wisdom that you guys are sharing with us too. Um, we, I, I personally, Lino, Matt and I both love that to see what you guys have to, to share as well. So thank you for that. 
Yes, um, jumping back to Colossians chapter three, verse 17, it says, let every detail in your lives, words, actions, whatever, be done in the name of the master Jesus, thanking God the Father every step of the way. See, I love looking at verse 16 of what we should be doing internally and within a community of believers. But then verse 17 follows up with, yeah, it doesn't just stop in church. It's beyond church now. And verse 17, this is the lens of, let every detail in your lives, words, actions, whatever. This is the message translation. Be done in the name of the master Jesus, thanking God the Father every step of the way. See, when, when we go beyond just what our church life is, that's when others start experiencing the love and joy and peace and kindness and goodness that is Jesus. I love it. This is, I, I want to encourage you that if, if you read verse 16, you're like, check, 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 I'm good. Verse 17 might be your next step, right? Verse 17 might be where you need to say, you're right. Some of the language I use in my workplace, some of the actions that I treat people when they park in front of my driveway and block the exit so I can't leave, I need to change my thought. Maybe, maybe that was just my, maybe that was just me. <laughs> but I need to change my, my, my thought life, my word life, and my action life. And, and this is where it says this verse. It says, when we're doing those things, our words, our actions, or whatever, that's when thanking God the Father every step of the way. This is, this is when our praise goes beyond just the words coming out of our mouth. And it, it goes into our praise is our actions. And that's like the next level. That's, that's when we're doing all these actions and these words and we're helping and all, everything else within our communities, within our city. See, that, that's when we're... we're we're embodying our praises. We're not just saying them, but we're acting on them. And that's, that's the life of a lighthouse. It's saying, I am embodying who I am. I am firmly planted on the rock that is Jesus. And I'm being my purpose. I am shining out. And you know what I was thinking is, I've always said the lighthouse is shining out into your communities, right? That's the image that God has placed as the vision. Just like the hands of Jesus on the cross, the lighthouse is the shape of the cross. And I was thinking about, I was looking at a lot of lighthouse photos this week and, and I was noticing a majority of them have two lights shining out. And I was thinking about this. We're supposed to be shining into our community of believers with the same intensity that we're shining into the our light into our non-believing friends. And I think a lot of believers can get stuck on just shining our light into the believer's lifestyles. It's like, oh, I can only, I can only share this here. Well, yeah, that's a part of verse 16, but verse 17 says you got to do the fullness. Every word, every action, everything you do is shining outward, whether it's a believer or not a believer. And, and I, I love that imagery. Man, I, I want to say in verse 17, this is, this is uh, the takeaway that 
reflecting on the scripture for, for today's message. Don't act or speak unless you've got the teachings of Jesus dwelling richly in your life. Verse 17 out of context can actually be damaging. Verse 17 is assuming you're doing verse 16. Right? That's, you can't, you don't, you don't take them out of context, please. Don't just be like, you know what? I need to start speaking more and doing more and this more. Well, yeah, that's true. If the teachings of Jesus are richly dwelling in your life. See verse 17 without verse 16 is damaging. It's like you're trying to get a, a larger megaphone and be louder without Jesus as your foundation. Like just relax for a moment. It's the same as slapping a Jesus fish on the back of your car and you have road rage. Like deal with, deal with yourself first before shining out into the communities a little bit. Okay. <laughs> Were you going to say something? Babe? I was going to say, well, that's where self-righteousness starts to creep in. That's mm -hmm. where we become the Pharisees, you know, of, yeah, it's, it's all words and no actions. And I mean, you know, Oh, the whitewashed tombs. Yeah. You have the, uh, say our actions speak louder than our words. Absolutely. Cause I can say all I want, but if I leave here after speaking God's word and I go and I treat someone else just horribly or, or even, mm. you know, and it, it's the words that come out of our mouth at, and the Bible says it, it's, you know, has the power of life and death. Um, and so what are, what, what is coming out? And I mean, we can back it up with scripture so much, you know, out of the abundance of our heart, the mouth speaks. And so if it's not dwelling in you, what's going to come out, you know, yeah. and it's, it's just so important to see that of, of what you're, you, what you were saying of a lot of times, it's a lot easier. I'll be the first to admit, it's a lot easier to shine my light to other believers um, because I'm not risking anything. And yet if I shine my light to the non-believers, you risk it all. But when you think about it, like, what are you really risking? Your pride, your reputation, your what? You know, if somebody doesn't like you because of what you've just said, oh, well, <laughs> you know, the Lord will send someone else to plant that seed there. Or maybe you did plant the seed and, you, you know, and it, so it's just uh, that we could do yeah. so much as a church if, we, if we're speaking with love and we're allowing what we've, um, the word that is dwelling in our hearts, if we're allowing that to, to be poured out onto others, uh, so many amazing things I could like, happen. I like reflecting on the image of, when, you know, we don't, we don't know who's going to be in heaven. And I think we're going to be surprised. And I like thinking about the times that I have shared that I love Jesus with people. Like, hey, can I be praying for you? I love Jesus. And I believe that prayers are answered. You know, I love sharing those moments and the people that have gotten weird by it of like, uh, I'm okay. You know, like those kind of moments and which are, is very rare. But those moments, I've, I've always thought like, man, I wonder if in heaven that was the first seed and I'm going to bump into them while we're worshiping Jesus. And if they're going to say something like, man, I thought you're weird, but I couldn't stop thinking about it. And then someone else said something. And that's the moment my life was changed. But if you hadn't started that, if you hadn't initiated that, I, I might not be here. You know, I, I love thinking about those things because it encourages me to not give up and not be discouraged. It's like, you know what, whatever. Like, yeah, you might have felt weird, but that could have been your, your spirit trying to absorb this and you don't know what this new relationship with Jesus is yet. 
and it's okay. And when you think about it, the world is craving, craving the Lord in their lives. Mm-hmm. And, and I mean, okay, so maybe you have to be a little bit sneaky. <laughs> gratitude journals have become a big thing. And you hear people talking about like, start a gratitude journal and you're, you know, you'll start to see like your life will begin to change because you're taking every day to take a moment to write down like what you're thankful for. Awesome. Do it. But then in those conversations with people, like I'll be like, yeah, you know, and I have my gratitude journal. And I thank the Lord every day for what he's given me. I thank the Lord, you know, and then you just kind of sneak it in there. So the world's already opening its doors. We just have to take that opportunity to remind them, well, yeah, it's because of God. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I want to, I want to end with, we are lighthouses. We are placed by God, right? Don't, don't for a moment think you're in a season in waiting that maybe God forgot about you. No, no, no. You're placed by him and you need to realize it. Just like a lighthouse is planted in a rock because it has a purpose for that area. Same with you. You are planted by Jesus right now, firmly on his foundation. And you have a purpose and a duty to your community. Don't take it for granted. So today's next steps. I want to encourage you, live the life of a lighthouse. Just do it. Live the life of a lighthouse by making your words and actions align to the teachings of Jesus this week. If, if you feel dry or empty, get those teachings of Jesus in your life. If you have those and you're praising and you're doing great, share them. Reach out. There, there's four areas we touched on and, and maybe you're just missing one of them. I encourage you to figure out what that is so you can have the complete foundation of what like a lighthouse really is. And so with that, uh, uh, after service, um, one thing that we do here, as soon as the live stream ends, the cameras are off, is we talk about the message together. We, we share different insights that we have. We pray together if there's any hurts and needs. And I want to encourage you, do that in your home. Do that if you're meeting with someone. Do that if, you're, if you have a home community somewhere else. I, I do that. Reflect on it. Talk about it. And so with that, Patty, can you pray for, for service as we head into worship? Could you guys all join me in prayer? Father, we thank you for your word. We thank you that it's just so full of your promises that you have for us. And Lord, I pray that we would allow them all into our hearts. Would they dwell? Yeah. Would We invite you to dwell in our hearts, Lord, to make that permanent residence there all day, every day. Father, that would we be so rich in your word, God, that and as we take, um, as we put in the work, Lord, to continue to fill our hearts, to fill our lives, that your word would dwell in us. Would we, we just thank you for the journey that we're going on to be able to know, okay, now is a time where I can start to share. I have the riches of the word in me and now I'm going to be sharing them to the world, Father. We are just so excited that you've chosen us to do that, to, to be your hands and feet. And Lord, I just thank you for what, what the opportunities that you're going to open up this week for each of us in different ways, Lord, in creative ways, in, in ways that we wouldn't even have imagined that you could use us. Would, would you begin to use us, Father? We welcome that and we thank you for it in advance because we know that ultimately it's so that the world can see your light, so that the world would know your love for them. God, in a world that is hurting so much, we just pray that we would be that love, that extension of your love. Would the words that come out of our mouths encourage and bring life 
not tear down. Lord, would we be that extension of you always, starting in our home, starting with ourselves? God, would we, we know to love and see ourselves the way that you do so that we can love those in our home and then extend that love to those in our communities, in our neighborhoods, Lord, in our cities. And so we thank you for that, Father, because we wouldn't be able to do it without you. So we thank you, Father. We pray we come before you, Lord, this time of worship to exalt your name, to proclaim who you are. And we thank you for that, Father. We thank you for this sweet, sweet moment that we have with you. And would it continue and extend throughout our days, Lord, would songs begin to rise up in our hearts as we continue to praise all day who you are. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Let's worship together.
Faithfulness knows no bounds. Your mercies are new every day. And your grace is sufficient. May we go into this week with words of praise on our lips, encouraging and admonishing one another. Would you go and be a lighthouse in your communities, in your homes, in everything you do this week?